This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. Win, lose, or draw, McDelivery will always help bring home the free points. And speaking of points, order now on the McDonald's app and you'll earn reward points through every delivery. Order today, rewards tomorrow. You in? Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to Blues Focus TV. Today I'm previewing um, from the away end with uh, Dan from the Rovers chat. How are you doing today, John? Dan? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you very much for having us on. Looking forward to being back at football. This international break's gone on forever, so uh, glad to be back. Looking forward to these final nine or ten games. I'll be honest with you, I didn't watch any of the England games. I just watched the whole no, after Jude no, Bellingham. No. I didn't <laughs> so, even know like, we were on, to be honest. I, I just can't stand it. I can't stand anything about Southgate. I find it turgid football, and I'd much rather get back to uh, to our club football. Um, can you just say your um, social media handles for your channel, please? Yeah, if anyone wants to find us, it's Rovish Chat on YouTube, Rovish Chat underscore on Twitter. We've got about eight different ones we have to change. Uh, Rovers under chat, uh, Rovers underscore chat on Instagram, Facebook. If you want to find us anywhere there, just search Rovers chat and you'll find it. Fantastic on every platform. So first off, how do you think the game will play out? It'll be an interesting one. I think Rovers will approach it. Maybe how people won't expect. I think we'll let you have the ball. Uh, mm. We're best on the counter attack, so I, I think we'll let you have the ball. Especially at the start, you know, we won't rush into it. Yeah. Try and let you knock it round. It'll be an interesting one, given the fact we've played each other three times as well already this season. It's mm. not often that happens, is it? So, uh, I think we'll just let you play with it. Try and hit you on the counter-attack and go from there. It's our best asset, really, when we have to counter-attack. So, we'll want you to play to our strength. So, hopefully, uh, hopefully we just let you have the ball sit back. I think we're the same. We're exactly the same. I think the games that we've won, we've had the least amount of possession. So yeah, that's what's come up as well. Who, who can do the best with the the counter attack and the trying to do? Um, last time out, we just said that, uh, you beat us two one. Um, but I would say it's probably our second best game of the season. We played some really good football. Your keeper was unbelievable that that game. It was. It was hard to take. I mean, I remember ringing the radio and saying, look, I've never been happy about a loss, but I was generally buoyed by the idea that we could do a bit. And obviously our squad is, is limited. So that's probably why it's it's tailed off a little bit for us and, and not for yourself. Um, so your recent form has been pretty good, really. I mean, you beat Leicester in the FA Cup. You beat QPR. Um, you beat Sheffield United. 
granted you lose to them in the FA Cup, but I think for you it's probably better off that you did lose that. Do you agree? Yeah, I think uh, it was disappointing at the time, but then when we saw them draw against City as well in the semi-final and <laughs> you saw what Haaland did to Burnley, you were, you know, without mm. doubt, the best in the league. So when you oh, see yeah. them do that to them, you sit there thinking, how many will Haaland score against us? So, I, you know, you want to get to Wembley, of course you do, but it was. I'm glad we're out now and I think settling on these final nine games, playing them when we should as well, you know, it would have been another game moved. I don't even think we've got a free weekend, uh, yeah. a free midweek, sorry. So when we'd have played that, I wouldn't know. So yeah, definitely better for us. It's uh, it's hard to take at the time, but you've got to do what's best for the club and Rovers yeah. ultimately everything focused on this playoff push now. So yeah, heartbreaking, but uh, definitely worth it for the club. It's one of them though, isn't it? It's all well and good going to Wembley, but you want to go to Wembley with the idea that you think you can win. Like, yeah. you look at the Watford fans that went to the FA Cup and got banged six by City. No one wants that. You want to do a Wigan, you want to do what Blues did in the League Cup, what uh, Swansea did in the League Cup. You want to go there with the idea that you can actually win. And to be fair, out of both clubs, yes, Sheffield United are going to be happy, but you're going to be more happier because the league is now all your focus. You've made a bit of money in the in the cup. And they can fully focus on that, and and you know, out of both of you, it's probably better at East Sheffield United. So you kind of want them to dip a little bit in the league, and hopefully, you never know. <laughs> Especially with the championship, you, you know. It's, oh, it's anything can happen. We're not written off anything yet. We could finish twelfth. We could finish, you know, further up, further second, mm-hmm. even. So. Uh, It'd be an interesting one, especially with, you know, you mentioned Sheffield United. That cup will take a lot out of them, I think. Yeah. With uh, with all the effort. I know you're going to get beat, but you've still got to put that effort into not make Definitely. it double figures. Look at Burnley. Burnley were knackered yeah. after 40 minutes. And for me, I thought they played well. well. Don't let me have <laughs> that. Because... They were up next, next season and got conference. Europa yeah. League conference. It wouldn't shock me because with the money that they'll get and company there, if you can stay... It wouldn't shock me if they did, you know, easily what Fulham are doing and nick it into into the lower le- levels of Europe because he's got them playing such a good brand of football. And then when City can do that to them, you kind of want to bit worrying, like, isn't it? <laughs> kind of leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are your thoughts on your manager so far? Yeah, I've been really impressed with John Dahl. I think it took him time to get used to English football. It's a very left field appointment for Rovers. We. Yeah. We've been pretty much appointing the, the classic managers, either uh, your Tony Mowbray's who obviously had done jobs at Coventry and Middlesbrough before, but always had that history tailing off, or Paul Lambert, who maybe had a bit of a damaged reputation at the time. And it was a nice change. It was nice to see Rovers go for the forward-thinking option, not go for a, a Neil Warnock or a Tony Pulis. Yeah. You know, it showed inspiration. showed a bit of ambition. Same with your opponent. I like that you went for your manager. I like that you went for someone that, you know, that you actually can build something with. And that's that's what we've seen. And I know we're up there in the playoffs, and I don't want to speak about losing, but it feels like we've got something planned, whether that's this year or not. It feels like there's a plan in place. Like there's something that if we don't go up this year, we come back in the summer. We say let's add four players to the squad and make it four yeah. much better players than we have now. Let's build it. Let's be a side that teams are scared of playing. And he's done that to some extent. I think you mentioned the form. 2023 has been an incredible year yeah. so far. I think we've lost to Stoke and we lost to Rotherham, which are two out the games we've had probably two. You wouldn't expect us to lose. So we've got that inconsistency that you see in the championship, but 
for me, since 2023 started, we've gone from being a side that's picking up results to a side that's picking up results and putting performances in. And we're probably doing it at the right time. It's just whether, will this international break just have halted us a bit? I I don't know. He's very insistent on fitness, is Thomas, and he's a very fitness king, man. They play however many games a week. If you don't play for the first team, you play for the 21s. So they're always playing and he should have kept that up in internationals and hopefully that should see us benefit. I think last time we come out an international break, we got beat 4-1 off Preston. So yeah. there's hopes that doesn't repeat, but we're a different side now. So uh, back to the original question before I went off on the tangent. <laughs> Thomason's brilliant. He's done us a really yeah. good job. For me, I think he's got a big future in this game as well. And I, I can't see it being with Rovers, unfortunately. But if he can go and get us playoffs this year and then maybe push on next year and then move on then it is what it is I've, I've been impressed by him like I say it's nice to uh, not go to the old merry-go-round yeah yeah, I completely agree I'm of the mindset now as a fan of a non-massive club as long as the manager comes in leaves you in a better position when they pick you up then, then you're right yeah. nothing stays forever I mean you know bring it back to Blues soon as Bellingham stood, stood on that pitch we knew he was going to go we just hoped we could keep him as long as possible to enjoy him, you know. So yeah, I think managers are the same now. You, you can't always expect to have, you know, the informed manager forever because everyone's name holds weight for a certain amount of time. And some clubs, especially like both of us, have a, a price. Everyone has a price. And I feel yeah. like Blues are probably 18 months behind where you are. And if we can replicate what you've done, because you've had ownership problems like we have, you know, it gives you a little bit of confidence. But when you pick up someone like, you know, Diaz, I mean, Diaz, <laughs> Ben. Ben, Ben, that, that, no that, Diaz. I mean, I heard rumours that he was actually at the training ground for Blues on the verge of a medical and then for some reason, whatever happened, we pulled and then you come in and the rest is history. So I think with your playing style, I think it fits your manager perfectly. I've looked at his stats and his stats are, Really good. I get 52% win rate. That's not heard of very often. You know, 24 wins, six draws and 16 losses. It's always been a thing for me as a fan. If you can see more wins and losses, you're doing well. And yeah. I think the numbers speak for themselves. And Especially this on to my next question. Who are your three players to watch for someone that's never watched Blackburn? Who's the three players you'll pick out? It's a good question. I think I think your first one goes with Sammy Smoddick. Uh, yeah. Attacking midfielders really filled the hall of Bradley Dax. He definitely I so, remember signing him years ago on Football Manager. For, oh, uh, everyone got him. I used to have him last year. Those choices. It, it seems like he's he's one of them players though that hasn't ever done it until he's got to you. He's no, got he now hasn't. he's starting to build himself. I think Blues again when we had like Ravel Morrison, when we had Lingard. You know, you bring them players and they just spark into life in your environment, and then you go from there. But yeah, I've, I've always clocked him, and he always looked a good player, but never really did he. But I think this season, everybody else is starting to say, actually, this kid's got a bit. I think what works for him as well is he's a very he's a very pressing attacking mid, and that is yeah. Thomas and summed up. You know, I, don't get me wrong, I think Bradley Dax a miles better footballer, technically. Yeah. And that's no disrespect to Smaddix as well, because Dax levels above. But he yeah. doesn't have that fitness, whereas Smaddix has got the yeah. fitness and still got the ability. And in this side, when he's allowed to go and press and get where he wants, it's seen him really benefit. He's been really good since that went. And 
he come into the season, like you mentioned, on that verge of he almost is he on that gap of too good for League One but can't do it in yeah. the Championship and he'll just keep being a League One promotion winner. Yeah. And that were a lot of the talk in the fan base as well. But he hit the ground running, had a spell out when that come back and he's been back in ever since. And for me, he's been the player of 2023. He's been incredible. Uh, Lewis Travis in the midfield as well. Tough tackler. He's kind of an old classic midfielder. Kick you. He'll punch you. Well, maybe not punch. He's uh, <laughs> calmed down a little bit since he's become captain. But he'll just put that last, but, you know, he'll leave the footing on a tackle, let himself known. And do you know what? He's come on a lot as a player. I think he's not just that anymore. And I'm probably doing him a discredit by actually saying he's just a tackler because that is his strongest attribute. But he's good at getting us forward. He's good at knocking the ball around the park. He's got a lot of attributes that maybe go under the radar because he is that kick him, lump him, do whatever he can midfielder. And for me, he deserves a lot more credit. I don't think he'll ever get picked up as a, oh, wow, he's one of the best in the championship because people will always hark back to the fact that he's just a, well, in no yeah. way, just a shit house really. And that's unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> well, that's good for us, but maybe well, unfortunately. You need unfortunately, shit out of the championship and you need shit out now in the Prem. I mean, yeah. Look at United. United have only improved because of Casemiro. He's the biggest shit house you can probably get, but he's got a little bit extra to try and get him out of that, like, you know, cuckle him into that like, bracket of what Roy Keane was, what Nicky Butt was. So it makes sense. I think you, you can't have teams now that are full of... No, you can't have 11 good players, like 11 yeah. quality players. You can't. And that's, and that's what... You know, that's maybe where we didn't recognise it because we had Richie Smallwood for us when we went down to League One and Richie Smallwood was such a key player in getting us up, but that wasn't because of his ability and his footballing-wise. It was because he'd leave every tackle in, he'd fight, yeah. he'd do whatever, he'd leave everything on the pitch, and that ultimately got us up. So I think we're, we're starting to appreciate Travis a bit more than we did. I'd say the third one, former Coventry man, Dom Hyam at centre-back, he's been yeah. incredible, absolutely incredible there. You know, joined, I think we got him really at a cut price because of Coventry's issues with the stadium and the pitch and yeah. everything they've had this year. So we, we went in there, nabbed him quickly. And for me, he's been, he probably wins player of the year. Tough tackling, the head in the way whenever he wants to. Good at playing the ball out from the back as well, which we tried to implement. We've kind of gone away from that, but we'll still try it. Uh, he's just been really good, really influential. So, you know, Hi, I'm Travis Smoddix, and that's the spine of the team, really. And I think it yeah. it sums up why we've done so well this year. There's a lot I haven't mentioned as well. The fact I haven't mentioned Brereton Diaz in the argument yeah. says a lot about what the rest of the team is. Tyrese Dolan, one to watch. Sam Gallagher, obviously you'll know him well. Yeah, <laughs> he's had he goes under the radar a lot. He's had a, a year where, although he's a striker, he's not a goal scorer. He's more yeah. the stuff off the ball and. Although other fans will look at it and think, well, he's only got eight goals. Why has he had a good year? But then they don't see a lot of what he's done off the ball. So Gallagher's up there as well. And I think he scored against you at our place and enjoyed it a bit. And I'm pretty don't sure he won a goal at St. Andrews. Don't blame him. He played under a manager that he's probably the worst in our history. And for some reason, he believed he's left winger, which I mean... Well, he is ours at some time. He is ours sometimes. He, uh, that's what happened to him here. He played on left. And don't get me wrong, it worked at times, but when you're that big, just let him go up top and yeah. run around. It's and... it, it's, I remember yeah. years ago when I was a kid seeing Julio do it with Heskey. It worked for a couple of times, but it's not something you keep with. It's, you no, keep, it's you a one-off, isn't it? Off the cuff, and then that's it. Like, 
a bit like Stuart Pearce putting David James up top. You know, it's you don't do it every week, you do it now and again. Um, the reason why I asked that question, and it's a good one, because when I looked on Sofa Score, it was uh, Ayala, Haim, and Pears, your keeper, are your, your three rated, but it's net stats don't say it all do they? It's all about the fan opinion, and you know, you're talking about things that can't be quantified, you know. I don't no, think Alex that could, you know, win a free kick. Winning a free kick for teams that can't dominate is like gold just at times, you know. I'll, I'll be honest, I've been at games for Blues throughout the years I've supported, and we've celebrated tackles louder than the some goals. people have. I think when you are a lower-based team, you have to find the joins in, you know, the mundane. You know, I don't think you'd ever see a United fan clap a tackle, but I feel like both of our clubs would do that, and that's what I think gives you a bit of joy of football, doesn't it, really? Yeah, and I think you mentioned that as well. I think you find it with a... And Millwall are a good example, that yeah. they're not really a top-six club, are they, in terms of quality, no. but they've just got that nastiness and that way of playing, and that's what we've kind of brought in this year, that you don't want to play Rovers anymore, and that's been something that has lacked in recent years. We go to yeah. places now whenever all the fans are like oh, I don't want to play Rovers. And before it's been like, oh, we'll play. And we usually nick some it off them. They usually lose the odd game. But uh, just when you mention Ayala then, Ayala's an interesting one. He's been in and out the side. He's been up and down in terms of performances, really. He's probably off in the summer. I'd be shocked if he plays for the club again, I'll be honest, yeah. unless it's a substitute appearance. Because uh, he's been out for a bit of time and Hayden Carter's coming at centre-back really impressed. Pears as well. Obviously, Kaminsky, yeah. we spoke about him earlier in in the reverse fixture. He's yeah. back fit now and the debate goes, do you keep your keeper? He's been really good all season, but all made good, some mistakes in. <laughs> or do you keep your keeper? He's been good for the last 10, 12 games. And don't get me wrong, Pears has gone from being, he was down at Portsmouth four days yeah. before deadline day about to sign for them. We pulled him back up here. He's played ever since, since the uh, replay actually at your place. And yeah. he's not looked back. So, That'll be an interesting one. Pears versus Kaminsky, obviously. Like I say, Kaminsky, good game against you. But for me, Pears has to stay. And he's one. I never put a keeper in players to watch uh, because I feel like <laughs> it's a bit, uh, bit of a downside if they go and concede four. But Pears has definitely been probably second in the player of the year since the new That's year. Nice, probably putting behind Smodix and maybe maybe Smodix and Hyam. He's yeah. been incredible. And that rating's deserved for him. He's, you know, he's had a really good year. What are your aims for the season, realistically? It's got to be top six now. I think we've had a history of falling off in February and that would be, you know, we'd sit there in February thinking, do you know what, we might get playoffs and we haven't got them. And then the last eight games become a dead rubber like the one at your place last year. And yeah. But now we're nine games away and we're in the playoffs by four points and you sit there thinking, no matter what your expectations are at the start of the season, it's going to hurt if you don't get in that top six now. It's going Definitely. to it's going to be a bad season. Now, and I think your squad is better than Luton, Millwall, Coventry and Baggies. Norwich, no. They're ex-prem, so obviously they need to be better, but they've had their own issues. But yeah, I would say that your squad is better than most around you, but you've got a, the biggest worry you've got is Watford. If Watford yeah. get going, their squad is, you know, up there with Burnley's and Norwich's and Baggies, I, I, I think there's too much in fighting within the Baggies squad and just the rubbish around the state, around the ground, like a bit like Blues with their ownership. So I think you, they're probably going to fall away. 
Um, but yeah, look at it. But your goal difference does does stand out. It's a in point, that really, system. isn't it? It's that's one, you know, so. That's our worry. It's basically a point knocked yeah. off us, isn't it? It'll be interesting. I think Rovers are. We're at that position now. The last three games are Luton, Burn, no, Burnley, Luton and Millwall, I believe, are the last three, which you sit there and you think if you pick up 10 points by then, you've just got to beat one of them. You beat yeah. Luton and Millwall and I think you're in the playoffs and it probably suits Rovers. I think, like I say, we're better on the counter-attack and yeah. Luton will probably come and try and play us at a game. So it'll be an interesting one. I think I think we'll make it. I personally think we've just got that bit this year. Whether we make it in the playoffs and go and win it, I don't know. That's a complete lottery, isn't it? We've not yeah. had that experience, which does worry me a bit. But if we got top six, I don't think anyone could complain at all about no. the season. I no. think you are, I have my set at Rovers 15th, 14th this year in that transition period that yeah. Everyone quite hate that word transition, but <laughs> I know, yeah, it's horrible. It is used so often. It's complete, isn't it? It's, it's an excuse put on by clubs to go, We're not going to spend basically what we can't. Well, that's spend what we've been transition. like. We've been like, you've heard like we did win loss, win loss, win loss for probably 12, 14 games, and every time we lose it, we're projects. And yeah. you know, that's not a dig at the manager, it is a project, but it's hard to hear when you when you're up and down and you that frustrating, that Birmingham game at home could have easily been a loss. And yeah. you look at them other games like that, that we've won and you think, you know what, you're going to win them. You don't care. There's no column on the table that's about performances. It's about points, but it was frustrating at the time. And if we look back end of the year and we've got in the top six and we're sat there and we go and lose to Middlesbrough, lose whatever, it'll hurt. Don't get me wrong. And you'll probably hear a few silly comments coming out about, the club and the manager and the team but it's been a cracking year and it sets you up for next year players yeah. look at a top six side and they want to go and sign for them they want to they want the best chance to get out of the league if a free agent comes up and you finish top six the year before you have a good chance of getting them yeah. haven't you so yeah, it's a lot for us into next year whether we make it or not it'll be it'll be interesting I don't think my nerves will handle a playoff so I'll tell you that you just want to be in the argument, don't you? you, you yeah, you, you want to be there. You want things to, to say. To Rovers are good. Rovers are yeah. a side we've, we're scared of playing, like I mentioned before. I remember we'd go to Rotherham before. We'd go to grounds you'd expect to win. And you'd speak to fans and they'd be like, I think we can beat you. Whereas you'd see Norwich go in there and they'd be like, oh, Norwich are coming, Watford are coming. And we want to be that category of, of yeah. club. And whether that's this year, I don't know, but... Certainly next year, if we don't make it into the Premier League this year, I think next year things will look at us and, you know, they'll see a point against us as a good result and hopefully they'll fear us a bit more because we've not had that for <laughs> as long as I can remember. Right, I'm going to ask you now for a score prediction. I'd never back us to lose. I don't think we'll lose personally. I think we'll win 2-1. We like a nasty win. It's... Not going to be pretty. I just think we'll get that 2 1, get over the line. If you went and beat us 4 0, it wouldn't shock me. And that drove us some shock this year. <laughs> well, it I imagine me. it would be you. I imagine it'd shock a lot of home fans. But we're just one of them teams that we could turn up and we could blow you away 4 5 0. Yeah. And we could not turn up and lose 4 5 0. And I genuinely sit there in that away end and think, don't shock me. Whichever way it falls, yeah. it's such a. We're such an unpredictable team. I'll go 2-1, but 
if it's anything like that last game, the nerves aren't going to hold out because <laughs> I was convinced you'd go and get something out of that game. Kaminsky obviously had an unreal game and I hope uh, Pace yeah. does here. <laughs> well, to be fair, if I had to put a, a score on it, I think 1-1, one, one, best, best case scenario for us. I just, I just don't see us breaking a team down like you that does what we do, but better. So, yeah, it, it's, it's an awkward one, but I think I'm just happy that the football's back, but I kind of want to get back into it a little bit as well. I don't know where we're going to sit. I don't know what the injuries are at the moment. They normally come out on a Thursday, so we should hopefully hear something can... Yeah, we've had a little bit of talk about our ownership over the, the international breaks. So that always depresses you because it's like, well... It's hard, isn't it? It's, you you want to focus on football, don't you? Yeah, and I want to well. That, that's my biggest thing. I want I want to enjoy a game and not think about yeah. everything else around it. So, yeah, if we could if we could play the same as we did at your place, I'd be over the moon. And even if that turned into a draw or a loss, I'd still be happy because it still shows growth, doesn't it, at the end of the day? Well, I've always said... I've always said as well, sorry, just jump in with ownership that you sit there and like you say, you just want to go to a game. And if you're bad, if you're a bad yeah. side, you're a bad side. But if you're a bad side and ownership issues are boiling and yeah. building up with everyone, you know, like you say, we've had our issues. You certainly had yours. You only mm. looked to the last game of last year when that pitch invasion happened at the yeah. end. And you just want to focus on the football for once. I hope it all gets sorted for for your sake, we touch wood look like we're in the we, best we position need, now we have been. But we really need it. It's been yeah, you just want that year, thing. don't you? And if you get that year, and even if you got a year of good ownership and you finish 18th for yeah. 19th again, you've had a Quite good right year right. of ownership and it means a lot more to you than, than anything. Right. Can you know what, do you know what the biggest is. thing is? I just want to see the owner celebrate a goal. That's what I want. It's really, yeah. really low level because our owner... There's no pictures of him. You can't get a picture of our owner. So that's a podcast in itself. If I go on tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, thanks for coming on, mate. I do appreciate. Good luck in the game. Are you going down for the game? Yeah, I will be there. Second trip there this year after the uh, <laughs> that cup replay. So good luck. You know, you're in the part of the ground that is actually still together. So, you know, good for you. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. Uh, remember everyone to like, share, and follow. Consume this on all your, you know, chosen podcast places. And I've been Josh, and thanks for joining. I'll see you later. Keep rolling. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go. Your mates are already booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.